Now, I'm sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said, yes, he said, yes, he said, yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? has a tremendous problem-solving ability. Herbs are blood. I mean, As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happen across a multi-billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happen so we can experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us hoosiers. But we were destined to question everything. Gentlemen, welcome to Hoosier Sophisticate Radio. What an open! I'm having a little fun. We've been having a little Seth, fun. Seth, good job, man. Yeah, glad I thought of it. Yeah, it was, was all amazing. set, baby. It was all set. No, that's crazy. I was sitting in my recliner last night, and I get this email from you, Steve. And it's like, here's the new intro. I'm like, oh man, I had nothing to do with this. It's gonna be terrible. I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna feel so bad giving honest, constructive criticism to you because you're such nice guys. I listen to it. I'm like, really? Yeah. My face was it it? melted. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It melted my face. That's really good to hear, man. That's that, so good. Yeah, I, I was... might have been doing things <laughs> at the same time as I listened. I so. wish. If I, I can't wait to hear that in, a, in an altered state. And be like, oh, I'm good. Ah. Oh. It was gnarly. God, what a little. <laughs> let's just shut it down. Yeah, right, that's it. Uh, thanks let's for joining us. Integrity's in the building. What do you think? Integrity in the building. Ah, uh, he had his finger yeah, on the trigger. He, loved it. he, he had his finger on the trigger. He got you like mid sentence. Pretty He's impressive. Like, Seth will never get me again. I will never get beat by him again. Tell you what, guys. I'm I'm proud of uh I'm proud of our group this week. Yeah, Who's your sophisticate? We brought out 15 people. Actually, we brought out more than that. Yeah. But we had 15 people get tattooed yeah. at our illustrious sponsor, Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. Fun. What a day. Guys, buddy, come on. Your tattoo is one of the 
greatest things I've ever seen. Well, <laughs> well, that that makes me happy because I'm wearing it, it forever. It is. It is so cool. Andy May knocked my tattoo out of the park. I'm not a tattoo guy. I out got my park. first one last. What was that? Six months. You ago? You got it on your back. Aren't you about to get another one? I do. I, but after it's seeing cr- Craig's and seeing Andy May's work and Sean's work and oh, what's the other? Fellas I believe it's Josh. Josh. Yeah. Un- I'm like, oh, I got a whole idea for it a might sleeve. Been no, it's, it's Josh. 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 It's Josh. Yeah. Okay. I got a whole idea for a sleeve, the the black and white. You're going to do a sleeve? Oh, I am going to do a sleeve. You yeah. had no intention of ever getting a tattoo no. until the show started. He, now he, you're like, I'm going to get he a He never sleeve, had a tattoo. A, a neck, a spider crawling up <laughs> my neck. I almost, on a whim, got me a neck tattoo. No. Yeah, I did because I had a couple of cousins come out, a few. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, did. Come out, and they, uh, they got my grandma. My grandma was a painter. Uh, Connie Kohler, and so she signed everything. Coco, C O K O. Oh, and so that was her like that was her signature from a painting that they they all the three of them got. And I'm like, so man, that's, cool. that's grandma's. I kind of want to throw that on me too while I'm at it. You know, when yeah. in Rome, yeah. uh, I didn't. I opted just to get the logo. We were in the Grove, not Rome. Rome at. Oh, oh my god. god. So, uh, no, it was, a, it was a tremendous day. We got down in the Grove about noon. Uh, yep. people, 12, 12, I, And you know what was great? I, I, you know, I was kind of wearing it a little bit because, you know, we're trying to gather art from people. And oh, my we're God. Asking, I, we're asking three guys to tattoo 15 people in a, in a really short window, five, six hours, you know. And, and Sean, who is like, he's cooler than the other side of the pillow. The dude just comes up and he's like, hey, Take listen, care, baby. you're not working today. This is how we're going to handle this. We're going to handle it like 15 people came into my shop to get a tattoo today. He goes, you're going to have some fun. You're going to, you're going to mix it up a little bit. He goes, and, then he kissed you. And, I'm going to handle, and I'm going to handle the tattooing business. And I'm like, wow, okay, I'll be at Parlor. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, then we went and got owned on NBA Jam. That was Mavericks all day with the Dallas. We'll be up by six with three minutes left in the game. What is the deal? I don't know. We got to. We, we are no longer the NBA champions. Not at all. We, <laughs> Not at all. We lost to the, the champions. <laughs> the <laughs> NBA champions. <laughs> I bet. We we yeah. yeah. There's yeah. tournaments up there for money. We're gonna win them. We're gonna win them as soon as we figure out how to beat the Dallas Mavericks. God, who's on their team? Nobody. Harper, I don't even know. Harper and some white guy Derek nobody's Harper? ever heard of. Come on. Oh, they're terrible. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, if that little five foot eight uh, white point guard stuffs Charles Barkley slamming a basketball one more time, uh, I'm Char- tipping the machine. Barkley's three-pointers three pointers are higher than his dunks, which makes zero sense. And, and, Marley, and, and higher than Dan Marley. And Marley can't do And Marley went Whatever. to sleep after Can that game. Can somebody explain to me why Michael Jordan is not an option? You get Scottie Pippen and the guy who wore Horace, goggles. Horace Grant. Horace, Horace, Grant. Horace Grant. He wears goggles. Bad. Pippen's good on that game. Pippen is good on that yeah, game. Yeah, I think I it's probably it's a licensing thing. Jordan yeah. probably had a, a video game of his own at the time, yep. I would imagine. A sneaker. Probably the same reason why Larry, Jordan versus Bird. Like, uh, Jordan oh, versus Bird. Oh, remember that. Uh, yeah. That yeah. was a terrible game. Oh, get out of here. Bust, only be busting stereotypes. That's the point. They were like playing. It was like the horse commercial. It was one-on-one the entire. And it was like stick figures. Worst game ever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hoosier Sophisticate. Hey. We are so happy that you're here joining us. Uh, we've got uh, uh, we got a whole thing planned for you today. Uh, we're going to go down in the rabbit hole. We'll probably play the intro six or seven more times. Uh, Daryl Bertrand from uh, the Missouri Cannabis Consultants is coming in studio with us. You got any uh, questions? I thought it was a baseball player. For That's such a baseball name. It is like, kind of a I baseball I like when you name. hear a name, you can like place where it should be yeah. uh, in category and line. Left-handed yeah. uh, I, lefty specialist. Yeah, I, yeah, that's how I see him, too, <laughs> sure. for sure. Yeah. So he's going to come in. I believe uh, 
they got some some pretty big news. Uh, the oh. Missouri Cannabis Consultants have uh, become a, a partner, and some people that we talked to at the conference. Can, I don't know. If we we'll can. just we're just gonna tease it. We'll let Daryl tell you all anything. about it. We'll let Daryl tell you all about it. Um, this is my cousin Daryl. This is my other cousin Daryl, and my other cousin Daryl. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yeah. Tell me a story. Oh man, well you put an awesome little deal on our Facebook page. You can check us out, WGNU nine twenty AM dot com or the radio station. Facebook, Hoosier Sophisticate, Sophisticated Hoosiers. Craig, uh you put on this uh this posed a question on there saying, Are we mind or are we body? Right? Okay. And we had a lot of good answers yeah. with the mind and body deal. I was loving it. Um I tend to think that you know, it's probably together, but ultimately this this consciousness and not the brain is the only thing telling us what's real. So I guess that's the only thing that's real, as deep as I've gotten into it. You know, and you, you mentioned something before about how uh, maybe the gut, some of the gut, you know, you could be getting your consciousness from your gut. We yeah. don't know. We have no sufficient proof that says consciousness, you know, it starts in the brain. Uh, you know me. I, I'm a little. I, I like to get weird. About three or four, maybe seven years ago, I was meditating. Uh, got big into meditation. You know. You know how it goes. Like sure. people get real big into meditation. You know how it goes, Seth. <laughs> nah. Um, so I, I'm uh, nah, doing no. it every night. You know, I've been doing the push-ups and sit-ups. Shout out to Mike Lindner. And I just I like having repetition in my life. Uh, every night I just want to do it. So I did that with meditation. I go every night, just do it where five minutes felt like an hour. I would do five minutes of meditation and it would seem awful. I'm like, oh, I can't get my brain to be quiet. Meditation is stupid. All you got to sit there is think of nothing. I did different kinds where it was like, look at a flame of a candle, focus on the flame of a candle. Well, then I just kept thinking, I'm going to burn this whole mother to the ground. I want to burn this whole thing to the ground. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. So I, I was like, I can't do that. Um, think about your breath. That's another one. You know, hey. That one started to work for me. I tried uh, uh, guided meditations. I tried them all. You know what I mean? Let me, let, me do, let me dabble a little bit with everything. So I did a – I started to focus my breath coming in, and then I, I feel it going down my throat. It's going to my lungs. It's oxygenating my blood. Now it's going to each orifice. Now it's going, mm, yeah. it's going to my – And – Your extremities. <laughs> yes. And so I, I really I, – All I 21 of them. So it started to seem like minutes were actual minutes instead of minutes were 23, hours. my bad. So minutes minutes were minutes. Okay. Right? Um, instead of long, drawn-out things. You can get into the, the depths of, of meditation. You're like, ah, what is Ah, man, what's that? Or I fall asleep. I fall asleep. You know, I do it before sure. I went to bed. So I was really feeling it one night. And, you know, I probably burnt a little in ceremony and then hopped in bed living at my parents at this time pretty proud of myself um so i'm laying there and i'm just like let it come to me and i'm breathing in and out well i start to get this this feeling that um i'm floating with my body though kind of at first okay. i'm like okay i felt that way before maybe sometimes where you're like oh i'm so like actual floating float pod where i mm -hmm. kind of felt weightless for a minute yep and i was like oh i like i like getting real comfortable and being in theta wave where you're half asleep and half awake I love when you're, you know, when you're on the couch and you're not, you can still kind of hear the TV, but you're, you're not really into it. If someone's asked you what was on, you'd be like, I don't know. And you, you might have slept for 30 minutes of Game of Thrones instead of five. You have no concept of time. So I start coming out of my body and I realize that, oh, my body's staying there. Okay. And I'm like, 
oh, still in this breath mode, right? Still breathing in and out. But I'm starting to gather what's happening. You know, I'm rising up. I'm rising up. And initially I'm like, yes. Oh, this is it. I'm transcending. This is why you put in the work. I'm, I'm getting – I'm floating. I feel, I feel propelled to, to do things, you know. And so I, I'm sitting there. I, I start to freak out. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get back in. If I get too far away like Willy Wonka, I'm not going to be able to get back in this body. So I start freaking ah! As soon as I know what's happening and start freaking out, it's kind of a woof. I'm right back in. I wake up. It had been like 23, 24 minutes. It wow. had been, and I usually did it for 10-minute segments. That's all I wanted to do, you okay. know, just, just to get my, my taste buds wet. So I was like, oh, I stopped meditating after that. Freaked you out, huh? I was like, no dice. I might have just almost killed myself. That's what I thought at the time because sure. I wasn't as well-versed in it. Now, looking back, I haven't really picked it back up, but it ties into that. Is it mind? Is it body? Because I felt like my mind, my consciousness yeah. was outside of my body. Just kind of observing it, but is that death? I don't. I mean, no, I don't think so. I think that uh, I'm envious of you. I have actively worked towards astral projection, uh, lucid dreaming, like downloaded apps, really focus on it. Worked on the diet. Wait, the app didn't work. Like, yeah, <laughs> go figure. Right? They do have. They do have uh, like a, a a mask machine that supposedly works at an unbelievable clip. You electric a, a lucid dreaming. Um, Electric so yeah, impulses basically that like flash in your eyes. And For those who don't know what lucid dreaming is, uh, lucid dreaming is uh, you're basically in control of your dreams. You you and like uh, man, many of the world's most successful people uh, talk about how uh, inside lucid dreams they kind of dream up these big ideas. They try to put them into action, and then they are able to bring some of that information back with them. Sounds basically. like something else. Is it different than astral projecting? Astral projecting is basically what you just okay uh described which is you uh you experience some s- sleep paralysis so your body itself is frozen yeah and but but you project out of your body your consciousness projects out of your body and supposedly some people can really have some fun with it and fly around and go into other rooms and <laughs> I would love and, that. Uh, you know, I mean, spy on the girls' locker room. Uh, yeah, it's just like that. Was it pours this porkies? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you now know. can you control? Speaking of projecting, can you control your nocturnal emissions? Uh, uh, listen, I wish you, those would come back. What happens? To be honest with you, They'll really? you have them your whole life. You I, just got to quit smacking so much. Uh, really? Yeah, he's right. Yeah, you, yeah. If you, you hold to... back for a long time, it's got to go somewhere. Well, Seth, Jen is insatiable. Have you seen me? <laughs> uh, hi, Jen. I know she's listening. She is. I know she's. Uh, hey, Jen, how you doing? So you, uh, you know, you, you you bring it up as we talked about it. You know, I I like to think it's consciousness, but at the same time, we know that we're made up almost entirely of little microorganisms, bacteria. You know. Yeah. All of those things uh, that they say sugar cravings come from parasites, you know. So are you actually in control of all of your thoughts? Are you in control of your cravings? Are you in control of the risks that you take? If you have toxoplasmosis from, uh, you know, like like uh, they, they warn pregnant women to stay away from cats. Uh, um, cats carry toxoplasmosis and it brings – it makes people – And they eat babies too. It makes people and more dumb. risk uh, – Averse, right? It makes people more more willing to to take risks on the uh, skydivers. They, they they actually did studies on countries that were really good at soccer, and they actually had a 
higher rate of toxoplasmosis within the athletes. Joe Rogan talks about this several times. Serious. Check it out. It's really interesting. But you're I'm but, sure he but does. typically many yeah. of the uh, uh, of the extreme sports, uh, you know, the Red Bull athletes, if you will. Um, they, t- they, they test at a high rate for toxoplasmosis. So you have these parasites, right? You see these videos of parasites that take over uh, a spider, like maybe like a wasp stings oh, a spider. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, dro- there's fungi. There's animal, yeah, fungi will, will grow. Uh, the cordyceps mushroom grows yes, on cordyceps. the tip of, a, of, a, of an That's insect. That's because I'm a fun guy. For sure. Yeah, we're three fun but there's, guys. But there's, there's some that, that uh, um, make on animals your basically tip. climb to the top of a tree and then jump off. Yeah. And and it basically kill itself just yep. to just to spread spores I or whatever. Know. So at Ugh. what point are you actually in? Is it a free will situation? Do, are you the body? Because because the way I look at it, infinite up, infinite down. Right? We are these tiny little, uh, uh, you know, microscopic parts of this greater whole, this universe. Right? And but we're still free to do what we want to do. However, we are affecting how the world grows how 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 we move through the universe so does it work all the way down are we just another you know another part are we being controlled by these little plank sized i think so i i think there's something I to so. it i like to think that we i think that the, the the ego lets us think that hey you know we're in complete control of our destiny yeah. and we're you know but i definitely think that you know oh. other things definitely play a part in our in our growth and our evolution we're chemicals Sure. So, you know, like oxytocin and moms and, and you know, uh, testosterone and guys when they're around women. And, yeah. Uh, and estrogen. Like We're going to be talking about that later tonight. Doctor said I had a, a too much estrogen when I was a child. And we won't get into that right now. Is that one? <laughs> you know, wait, okay. doctors told you that? But I was going to go. No. Um, they wanted oh. to put me on HGH, though. And my mom said no. I still say, well, I could have been a second baseman for the Cardinals. So you really blew that one. Because yeah. in 12. She could be retired now. I, she blew it. She knows. The house could be paid for. You I should know. be sipping a Mai Tai on I the beach. No, I was scrappy. Um, so. And St. Louis is willing to throw three, four $450,000 at a scrappy Easy. white kid like you. Easy. You're a town favorite. I, thank you. Yeah. I'll try real hard. Like, for sure. You're going you're to run out. Every ball. A ground ball. Yes. No doubt about yeah, it. I'll yeah. smoke one no to the second base, and I'll sprint through the bag. Um, AI. We had some people talking about that on the page. When we get the ability to upload our consciousness, all of the files that are stored in our brains, correct? Where we think all of our files are stored, where experiments have told us that files get stored there. When you go to sleep, it's kind of like your your files are are, are, are storing themselves when they can upload all of the electric impulses and all of the chemicals and mimic them and say, hey, I'm going to put it in this machine. We're going to make this avatar. Your consciousness here right now, yeah. does it transfer over with all of that being? Or if they kill you, what you are known for as you right now, you, you cease to exist. It's your consciousness. And if you did have consciousness... Does that steal your consciousness? Well, I, I think that the, all of a sudden you have a fork. Whoa. You have, <laughs> you have a fork, right? I feel like, like Keanu if, Reeves. If you, were, if, you were to, if you were to stay alive and your consciousness was uploaded to this machine, boom, on March 1st, 2019, they got all of my memories and, and all of my cognitive thought in this hard drive, okay, which would take a massive amount of storage space. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. This way, me, I fork off this way. Everything I do from that point forward, it's it doesn't new have. chemicals it's and neurons. New, it's new to me. 
However, like if it was one of those things where, okay, it can only happen on your deathbed and they transferred in. There was a Black Mirror episode similar to this. Once your consciousness goes in there, you still think your consciousness has still allowed you to believe that you're you're you wouldn't you're know out the and about. Difference. You wouldn't know the difference. Then what happens if it's just the you? Frozen? You would. The other you wouldn't know the difference, right? I don't think so. I mean, and and then are you stuck in this? What happens if if the if now you're in this cloud, right? But there's really like, but every all the lights are turned out around you, and you're just frozen. That is my depiction of hell. That yeah, is that's living forever in pure silence, with only your thoughts. That I mean, I guess as computer after the week I like had, it sounds. I've good. enjoyed it so far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to read a few a uh, few comments. Okay. Uh, Jenny G says, "New opening is effing awesome. Way to go, boys! Hey, this Thank is a you." Kid show. Um, Chris W says, "I slapped that tattoo." Talking about mine. Yes, you did. Craig Morton says, "Steve, I quit meditating for exactly the same reason." Andrea K says, "I lucid dream at least twice a week." Well, Craig also says, you? "I despise lucid dreaming. I am condemned to see things that haven't happened yet, and Ooh. I don't like it." Wow. Okay. W. Uh, Anthony Alkin says, "What's up?" Oh, Nessa Diedrichson says, "Yes, dump on cats more." No, what I was saying is, is that cats <laughs> is she serious? May, may <laughs> because I will. Either, well, even if she's not, I will. Okay. Cats, all cats do is sit and stare at things. They're useless. Dude, my, Stevie, cat, my cat's great. Stevie Holbert says, AI is going to try to kill us when it finds out that we're different. Have your cups of water ready. I see, I Craig think, got so mad. Can my cat's we, great. Can my we live great. together like in Keith harmony Clifford. with AI? <laughs> well, we better figure it out real quick. I mean, Elon Musk has that whole uh, open AI dedicated to keeping artificial intelligence. Benevolent. Yeah, yeah. To... I don't know. I, I I think we can have the best of intentions there, uh, considering we turn the machine on for like a couple of days and it creates its own language that nobody can decipher. Different machines were talking languages to each other. They had to shut let's, them down. Let's all pretend like we have control of that. The only uh, control we have is the power switch. Buddy, the deep fakes? Oh, dude, get out of here. We we saw some deep fakes on our page. Uh, we've been messing around with an app that is actually really good at deep fakes. We got a big thing coming for the fans. No doubt. If it's you saw Seth's picture on our Facebook page. <laughs> that wasn't me. That's my that was my cousin. <laughs> oh, he's, it's gonna be he's a fun. little person. But when when it's a nice guy. People have said right now, maybe it's a simulation that we're living right now. Do we have any proof? Have they have no. they done any experiments to say, hey man, this is have you heard of morphic resonance? Have I heard of morphic resonance? It was a, I believe, a Joe Rogan with Rupert Sheldrake. Okay. Well, Rupert Sheldrake's great. It was him and Grant Hancock, but maybe this was also just Rupert. Um, he's on there and says, mice, and forgive me if I butcher this a little bit, but mice in Rome or mice at Tower Tattoo. You teach the mice at Tower Tattoo how to get through a similar maze and figure out how to dig and then come up and get the cheese. Okay. The mice in Rome from the same breed, they will get better in Rome at their tasks once one mouse learns it somewhere else. And it doesn't matter if they've seen that mouse. So what he posed, posited, is that there's a morphic resonance, a collective memory that we're all drawing on. And if someone else learns something somewhere... Maybe it becomes easier for someone else on the planet to learn it. Cute story. I think it's going to take more than a couple of mice looking for cheese to prove that. <laughs> well, I think it's I, a I, start. 
But like, like, I, like what you were talking about earlier is consciousness in the brain. There's a lot of studies and, and you know, of brain patterns, brain uh, activity for people with PTSD, people with addiction, people that are happy, people that are sad. There's all these different things um, and how they measure that. And, you know, I'm no subject matter expert, but it's out there. And that, to me, you know, there's brain activity to me equals consciousness. I would agree with that. But what if the gut? Is sitting like they say the the gut is the gut health is your second well, brain right? I mean gut. Where do you when you feel nervous? Where are your butterflies? Right. So what if that is actually? What if that is just? <laughs> Who the, ever what, thought of that? Like I'm so nervous. It's almost like butterflies. <laughs> Who think like, my dad? What, if, live what if the gut is pedaling the bicycle that powers the engine? You know what like I mean? Like a hamster what, in a little right, like a hamster in a wheel. What if I, they say that our or how often do our cells regenerate? Right, like. Oh God! Within a couple of years, or no, seven years, I think you it's got even, it all new. Yeah, even so, yeah, even new. sooner than that. So yeah. you're constantly cells are constantly dying off and regenerating. And what you're eating Rotary is, a, is not a mine. Dramatic. My cells are strong. <laughs> They're resilient cells. <laughs> Perfect cells. Wow! I, I listen. We could like I feel like we could do this forever. I I don't know if it's Wait. because we had a 12 minute open, but. Are, are we? We're up against it. Uh, I, 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 I want to continue this conversation. I want to keep going deep, and then I want to. I want to get really unevolved, devolved, if you will, about something that really <laughs> just got me missed. I can't today. wait for this. It really chazzed my banger. I can't. It did, guys. Thank you. Oh, so dude, we that really hasn't cut caught on much. That was like the Halloween show, wasn't it? It's funny to catch on because we got Daryl Bertrand in studio tonight. Yeah. He's always yeah, telling people. John, John Hunt's partner at Missouri Cannabis Consultants. Guys, this entire presentation is brought to you by MoMedCanCo.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Go to MoMedCanCo.com, enter HOSO at checkout. You'll get 15% off everything site-wide. They just dropped the honey, the CBD honey. I can't wait to get my lips wrapped around that. We're going to jump to break real quick on the other side. We're going we're gonna get to get a little bit more existential on you, and then I'm going to tell you why Ticketmaster is the worst thing to ever happen to the entertainment industry. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 AM. We will see you on the other side of the break. You, know, you can get an insurance quote anywhere. What people are really looking for is someone to help manage the risk of everyday life. And that's exactly what James Carlton State Farm does. He's also dangerously handsome. James Carlton has the best customer service in the game. You'll never get a voicemail, and you'll always get a great back rub. He has the softest hands. A strong sense of community is important to who he is as an agent. From local school sponsorships to sandbagging during floods, it's paramount to be a part of the community. We love the cut of his jet. Guys, call 314-961-4800. Find them online at carltoninsurance.net. We wish, we wish he was our dad. Hey there, Crager. Well, hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Man, I've been pretty good. Well, that's good. Hey, you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now? I just don't know where to find a good one. Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Where? I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens whiskers. And if you enter HOSO in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. 
buddy. It sounds like we're squatting to talk cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? You can find them online, momedcanco.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Go Google it. I wanna let those shingles down, girl, for you. I wanna let those shingles down, boy, for you. I'm gonna do some siding, get you excited. Jay's already siding. Google it. You know I make your neighbors cry. Cause we tell all the leaks go back. And you know we all do the side. Party boy, yeah. Guys, Lifetime Roofing. They're the best roofers in the game. Best customer service. LifetimeSTL.com. Google them. Say word. Last February, we held our first Hoosier Tattoo Day at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. And I got to tell you, a lot of really sweet art happened on that day. Everyone who showed up left very happy with their new tattoo. The artist did everything they could to ensure everything, from the drawing to the application itself, was perfected and exceeded the expectations of each individual client. We packed the house, and the artist remained cool as a cucumber the whole time. If you got the itch to get inked, visit Tower Classic Tattooing, located at 4146 Manchester in the Grove. Check out their artist profiles at towerclassic.com. Missouri's largest medical marijuana trade show, MoCan BizCon, is coming to St. Louis, Missouri this March 11th and 12th. Taking place at the historic Union Station Hotel, MoCan BizCon is the only event designed specifically to prepare businesses and licensed applicants for success in what will be one of the larger medical marijuana markets in the U.S. The overall economic impact of the Missouri industry in year one is expected to exceed $500 million. Midwest Canna Expos and MoCan Trade are bringing together experts from all facets of the industry to St. Louis this March 11th and 12th. Between featured keynotes, panel discussions, and informal networking, there will be ample opportunity to make meaningful connections to round out your business plans. To learn more and get your tickets now, visit MoCanBizCon.com. That's MoCanBizCon.com at M-O-C-A-N-N-B-I-Z-C-O-N.com. Don't wait. Get your tickets today. A little something different for the St. Louis radio world. He hasn't been sleeping in his bed. He'll come in our bed every night around 2.30, 3 o'clock. Put up an electrical fence around that your bed. Lock it. And, I mean, that works both ways. I mean, there's lots of fun to be had, but also it keeps them out. Here's the deal, though. Crank um, up the voltage. It'll be like Jurassic Park. Just, like, <laughs> just blast that kid right away from the meal. Never try to sleep in your bed again at 3 o'clock in the morning. Actually, it'd probably be easier just to give him a shot collar. Who's your sophisticate? Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. Here on WGNU. There are a few things I miss more about being a kid than hitting up the arcade with a sack of quarters. Now enjoy that same experience as an adult, but with the full bar at Parlor STL in the Grove. 
a classic neighborhood bar and arcade featuring 14 of your favorite old-school arcade games, plus pinball, skee-ball, and pool. Stay fly and step out back for some fried chicken from the Nug Shack. Games, food, an insane cocktail menu, and a dynamic patio. This place has everything. Parlor located at 4170 Manchester in the Grove. Plan your next event or party at Parlor. Visit ParlorSTL.com. There's an endless crop of new people who are interested in using these uh, botanical materials for purposes of self-exploration. Who's a sophisticate? On WGNU, with your hosts, Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Now sit back and learn something about yourself. What is the psychedelic experience? It's a gratuitous grace. It is neither necessary for salvation nor sufficient for salvation. But it certainly makes it easier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticates. This first hour brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. James Carlton State Farm. Check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. Guys, give him a shot at your business. He's probably going to save you money. He's going to fill the gaps in your coverage. He's going to make sure you're sufficiently covered. You might as well just give him a shout. He's the most stand-up dude I know. He loves Bruce Springsteen. And he does love the boss. He's so bossy. God. Bossy. Can I just... Uh, we, we got. I, I want to go down the rabbit hole in a minute, but today, we, you know, we got a lot of wild hair. Me and Miss want to do something fun for the boys this weekend. Just totally random. Haven't talked about it. We <laughs> Me saw, too. <laughs> we saw the Monster Jam what? is in town. Monster Jam. The Monster Monster trucks. trucks? No. Grave Digger? Yeah, no. man. Oh, Grave Digger was my, my ish so growing listen, up. So I'm like, hey, if tickets are reasonable. No, 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 not yet. Let's go breathe in some No, no music yet. Kids. That wasn't a cue. Yeah. I was just nodding because I like Grave Digger. So listen, we got, I'm like, hey, let's get, let, if we can get, it's cool, man. Big engines. They, those guys, for a, for a six-year-old and an 11-year-old, they're going to dig it, right? I'm like, hey, if the tickets are reasonable, I'm in. Find a couple tickets. Okay? How much? Maybe four of us going. 15 and 20 bucks. Not bad. Not bad, dude. Not I'm like, bad all right, to, we're in. Not bad to suck some. We're going. We're going. Queue up, lose some hearing. Yep. Queue up four tickets. I'm, I'm, I find us a nice little Scottish house spot, just kind of perfect. You know, I'm like, man, eighty bucks for the four of us to enjoy a Saturday. To sit in a suicide garage. This is going to be great. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time in my twenty. I mean, I've worked in garage. I used to weld and stuff like that's. No, I'm saying like a garage when you start the engine, close the door. Yeah, they've got ventilation. It's like a whole billion dollar thing. Maybe not good enough for the NFL, but it's good enough for some monster trucks. 80 bucks. 80 bucks. The family's going to go out. We're going to have a great Saturday. Put it in the, the, you want these tickets? I'm like, yeah, I want those tickets. I throw them in the shopping cart. Give me the tickets. Four for 80. No big deal. Now, I expect to spend, uh, I I expect to pay a little service charge. I get it. This is 2019. That's the game. How much the kid need? How much does Ticketmaster need? $138.30 is my final bill on $80. If my math serves me correctly, Hit that's me a lot. <laughs> it's what? a lot. It's like 70% of the ticket price. Now, listen to me. <laughs> I want to I go show my kids a good time. We just turned 
That that's the concession. Tax service fee. What are they saying? Oh, they 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 giving you a list. E- each ticket. Oh, they gave me a list. Each ticket was about a uh, nine dollar and eighty five cent service charge. What? Another four dollar service charge for the venue. Venue charge. Four dollar venue charge. And then another six twenty five in convenience charges. Okay. So convenient of you to I put was... fifty dollars <laughs> on my eighty dollars worth of tickets. I. I called Miss because we were like, okay, yeah, we're going to take the kids. This is going to be so much grass. I said, babe, never in my life on principle alone am I going to pay 70% to just some random Ticketmaster and all of these scalping sites have completely ruined the entertainment industry. When we got those tickets to Davotchka the other night, like I'm all about those shows. You want to go down to a local venue, sure. spend 20 bucks, Ready Room, uh, uh, Foo Bar, any of those mm-hmm. places, you spend 20 bucks. you know what? I have no problem giving that venue $5 because they're bringing a cool little thing to town. I will be damned if I am going to spend $30 a ticket. I- I was I was so mad. I went from having like a good little Friday. Is this a Monster Jam deal or is this all Ticketmaster? No, this is just this is what they're charging for. Because you know, for you know that convenience fee, you know what that's for? That's how I convenient know. it is just to order it on the internet so you don't have to go to Will Call, which is no longer an option. Well, and, really? what's, and what's super hilarious <laughs> That's about what that, that is. It's like so much easier online so you pay $6 just to say thanks. I went to a show. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. I went to a show seven, eight years ago. And because – you know the fees were really there for a while. StubHub, Ticketmaster, they were running the muck and just doing, and they still are, by the way. Kid Rock took them on, and yeah, you, like you know, Kid Rock's the, the butt of a lot of jokes. Oh, but my buddy bang, bang, turned me on to him when he did. Like he said, no, twenty dollars flat. I will eat the difference. And he did a whole tour like that. It's it cost him like five figures a night to put on a show and he just did it because hey when i tell my fans this is how much a ticket's going to be and they think it's gonna be 20 dollars, and they end up spending forty-seven fifty a ticket i got a problem with that for and what so for someone like, being a third party in between your tickets it's insane who needs well them? and the thing is is when tickets go on sale you know they they have they have people sitting in warehouses they have bots that just buy up as why? many tickets as they can yeah, why is that allowed i will go and brave the elements i will walk downtown yeah in that part of downtown St. Louis, I will walk down there and I will scalp a ticket before I go buy anything from Ticketmaster. You are out of your mind if you think I'm going to spend seventy more. Oh, dude, you want to hear I something was horrible? So fired up. Bruce Springsteen came to town none too long ago. My dad, also like James Carlton, huge Boss fan. He waits in line. About the twenty-fifth person, he said. About the fifteenth person went. Comes back, goes, they're done. They're not giving any more tickets at the door. They only sold out of the how many lines they had. They're like, oh, sorry, all the rest have been bought pre-sale online. They were done. He, he oh, waited. I know. That's where I'm, I'm living. I'm as mad as that you that guy I'm is. Living. No, I, <laughs> what the hell was that? I, a couple years ago, I went to a show and just to that avoid That was Integrity's those, real voice. <laughs> just to avoid those fees. I'm like, you know what? I got nothing going. I'm going to go down to the box office. I'm going to buy me a couple tickets. And I'll be damned if they didn't have an $8 convenience charge for me to buy it from the box office that I had to drive 22 miles to get to and take time out of my day. I don't get it. $2 more than ordering online. I'm over it, dude. Are we nickel and diming society to death? Well, I have noticed. You'll notice a lot with, uh, with digital content, right? Like I think in an effort to combat piracy – and there, there are really no more like one-time purchases of software or of anything. No. It seems like everything is subscription-based now. And I a can lot. appreciate it as an on-time con- online content creator. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> uh, we don't have a Patreon yet. But if you just want to send Whatever. us money, do it. Um, 
A lot of people agreeing with you here, Craig. I can appreciate that. But at the same time, you know, um, it is kind of frustrating. Like, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, just giving you a chunk of money and owning, owning some software or owning the movie. Or, you know, like everything's going to kind of a rental space. It's interesting. Man, I am just fed up with it, too. It reminds me of being on the phone with, like, a, a T-Mobile or AT&T or one of those. And it's just like, what are you going to do? You're going to not go see something you enjoy. That's what you're going to do. I know. So eh, they win no matter what. They oh, don't care. I'll get tickets to that because you know how much tickets are worth uh, 20 minutes after that event starts. Oh, I, <laughs> that was the way to do it. Stub my my kids aren't trying to sit through three hours of monster trucks. I'll go down there 15 minutes after the thing starts. Oh, you got four tickets, do you? I'll tell yeah, you what. Yeah. I'll make you the deal of a lifetime. I'll give you eighty dollars for four yeah. tickets, yeah. and nobody's getting a convenience. <laughs> yeah. Buy tickets How from about... a scalper in front of your kids. Like get dressed. I'm pretty sure no, I can oh, get us in. Did it. No, I will. Absolutely. In this world, my kids will buy tickets on the black market before <laughs> they are going to screw around with some highway pirates. I mean pirates. And I got that Sesame Street on ice, son. My <laughs> kids will go to jail before they do things the right way. Yes. That is, if that's the right way, <laughs> yes. He's got a trench coat and he just opens these all these it's, rows of yeah, tickets. I, I want to see. I don't deal with tyrants, man, and I'm not doing it. StubHub, I want to say they put their convenience fees in now. Fine, but John Mayer's eighty dollars. Fine, you know the why that's who okay? Is Forty dollars. You know why it's okay with me though? Because when I look at the tickets and it's figured into the price, I'm like, all right, it's in the. So budget. you're okay with that? No, no, no. I'm like, all right, it's in the budget, right gotcha, out the gate. Gotcha, I'm gotcha, not gotcha. putting it in the cart, and you're like, oh, what I'm going to slide do? in a 70% do do upcharge. And sometimes they'll be like, hey, just, your just put in your info. Put in all your info. You yeah. haven't seen the price yet. Go ahead and put in your visa information just in case, just just so I can expedite this. Huh? <laughs> huh? I'm over it. So uh, real quick, uh, W. Anthony Elkin says, I just bought four Sammy Hagar tickets for the family. I paid $50 in service fees. Dude, Dude if you got those for free, you got ripped off. <laughs> oh, I, I oh, love really? Sammy. Really? I love the Red Rocker. I can't drive. Fifty-five. Yeah, if you're Come talking on, and you dude. don't love David. Him. David's the I'm man. No, no, no. no. I am definitely Hagar over David Lee Roth. You're, you're Van Hagar over Van Halen. Yes. yes. First off, they sold, they sold way more albums with Hagar. Hagar was way more that talented than nothing. David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth is like uh, whatever. He's fine. He's not <laughs> Maybe the economy was better during that time, and people had more money to buy records. Maybe Sammy Hagar actually brought something more to the table than a leotard. I'm leg kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Forget yeah, that. that's right. Write your hate mail to hoogersfiscate at gmail.com. I don't care if you're David Lee Roth. I'm Sammy Hagar. Figure it out. Wolfenbarger says, preach, baby. Oh, Tiffany anyway. Jones says, the fees are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. I canceled buying tickets because of it. Well, you missed out on a good time. No, what no, I did good. We're going to go down and we're going to get some tickets. I guarantee you don't go to Bet I do. Bet I bet, I bet you do I now do. that I said that because I, I run I your life by that. That's Thanks. exactly you're right. Do you guys want to talk about giving women <laughs> orgasms? Always. Always. All right. Let's take a trip down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Creepy. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, first? Do, you want, do, you, do you want your story first, Craig? Or uh, uh, do let, you want to talk about? Let's, let's, let's talk about giving women orgasms. All right. All, 
A study, oh, pub- a study published in 2017 in the Journal of Sex Research found that men view the female orgasm as an opportunity to confirm their manhood. These findings, courtesy of two University of Michigan researchers, which I guess all you have to do is show up because you want to use a library because you don't have internet, makes you a researcher, suggest that men who think sexually pleasing women is important are really doing it to please themselves. I disagree, but let's keep reading. Thanks to the Sexual Scripts Society of Science people, Men often feel like they have to, quote, prove themselves through symbolically masculine achievements because previous research research has shown men gleaning sexual satisfaction from a woman. And I can't say that word. We'll just say uh, <clears throat> reaching a climax. There you go. The authors were interested in finding out if men view female orgasms as a masculinity achievement. And you know what? You can be a giver. And you can you could be like like happy that you did that because she's enjoying herself, you know. She got hers, and also feel masculine. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. First off, there's like this negative undertone to that, and there's nothing negative about wanting to feel masculine. Second off, yeah, I'm a Leo, and everything I do is an achievement of masculinity. I'm that's, a Taurus, bro. I lead how life you. Works for me. <laughs> like, to I'm the totally stars. always stroking my ego. And guess what? <laughs> I thought, yeah. And guess what? It, in that, if my partner, whom I love dearly, who I totally want to please at every angle, is is winning because of that, then yeah, I feel pretty good. I'm Cal Drogo in that department, my friend. I want to be as masculine as I possibly can, Steve. I am the stadium of the mountain also Steve, because, if you were able to give somebody an orgasm, would you feel masculine? Or here's you? the deal. When I give a woman an <laughs> orgasm, I'll let you guys know. I like how you said a woman instead of my wife. Right. You're, you're, that's then, your life now. I get to say a woman. <laughs> you well, you have to literally say her full name. I just had a time. joke all lined up. Didn't really think about it pre. Uh, I had that going when you guys were talking. And then <laughs> you, the way you put that right there, I'm going to be in some trouble. Yeah, no, a little bit. You're fine. done. Sorry, Jim. Um, I've, uh, I've saved all my orgasms for my wife. Good for you. So Good for I don't you. Know. She, she feels powerful. When she's the one milking me. Okay. <laughs> That's iffy. I'll leave it in. Okay. All right. Thank you. Every week I get listen, one that makes Listen, part, another thing. part of the equation is is many of us have partners who appreciate seeing their man yeah. be masculine. Like, it's okay to be masculine. Every relationship depends on a divine feminine and a divine masculine, even if it's a same-sex relationship. Hairy. It is a total exchange of energy. It's a little masculine. It's a little feminine. So guess what? Uh, in the most intimate of times between those two energies, yeah, I'm going to bring as much masculinity as I can. I'm as smooth as a porpoise. Do you think that does <laughs> that my masculinity rating it goes down, even though I'm like buff? Uh, no, but I also – no, I, no. Buff. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just exuding Who calls you buff? Testosterone. No, I'm saying when I get buff. No, I, uh, oh. I I think I think that not only uh, does it not make you less masculine, it actually makes you uh, a lot more aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hell of a swimmer. You, I can swim. I believe that. Out of fear. I believe I that. I can't. I fear the water, so I swim fast. Listen, uh, I, I don't know if that's. I, I think I think if you go into uh, sex, you know, just with your partner, hoping to uh, give each other pleasure, like. Here's the deal. Communicate. Hey, hey, communicate. That's the whole deal. That's talk to your Open talk your ears. To I agree. Yeah. I think communication is great, but I'm going to tell you a story real quick. It's not Uh-oh. actually a story, but this Uh-oh. girl I was with for a while, Uh-oh. she told me years and years later, she goes, you yeah, know, I faked it. I faked it. She faked it. She faked it. Not just me, just everybody. She's like, I didn't have them. I faked it. And I was yeah. like, give this girl an Oscar. You should oh, be in really? Hollywood you were films. Filmed, huh? 
Yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't filmed. I'm I just saying she's a great. If that was her faking, play that game. She could. She, I mean, she's quite an actor and, and could. Yeah. Way to say that story on the radio. I've always pleasured everyone uh, ever. <laughs> Some girls just with. don't get them. Oh, that's the deal. Until a certain point in life. That's the deal. And we were young. I wouldn't say that, guys. But, I want to. I want to bring up another article that I thought was. Oh fun. man, I just remember my parents told me they listened to the show. That's awesome. <laughs> so we, we talk about. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm waiting for my phone to ring. I think Chris. Farley's a big, uh, uh, we're big fans of his, right? And and back in the day, like I would say our parents' generation uh, was John Belushi, was their Chris Farley. And right uh, there was a pretty cool little article that came out uh, from Jim Belushi, John's brother, saying medical marijuana would have saved my brother's life. Uh, so Jim Belushi's far from the first celebrity to get in the legal pot game. Stone luminaries like Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, Tommy Chong, and the Marley family are selling pot with their names on it. Multiple states across the country. But Belushi's doing something different. These other celebrities have simply created a brand that they license to pot farmers, whereas Belushi's actually growing the pot on his own property. And often with his own hands. Um, there, he, he, he said something that was so beautiful. He, um, he, he talks about how his plants... Hate that guy. He's he's surrounded by the feminine energy of all of his of his plants. Seriously? Yes. Get on Jim Belushi said Listen, this. This is Jim Belushi from what? What's the what was the what was the, the sitcom that he was show, according Jim? to Jim? According to Jim, that was the worst show that has ever. He was like, oh, I'm a man. And I, I do what he, man he was. Does. He, you're right. When we talked about last week about like the epitome of those '90s, yes. 2000 yeah, sitcoms where the dad overboard. was a big doofus and mom was a and he was mean. Who was the mom in that? Listen to this. I'm going to look that up. Listen to this. But I love the agricultural of it. I love the girls. I love the feminine energy on my farm. But like all girls, you have to treat them right. I play music for them. When they're vegging, I play... He's a rapist. When they're vegging, I play (laughs) baby-making music for them. I play Marvin Gaye. And then as they're growing, I play reggae. And then when we're about to take them down, I play gospel music so they feel like they're seeing God before we take them. Get on. I love these girls. He rapes chicks. He's going to come out in the Me Too allegedly. You're going to get us... No doubt. No, that is the most beautiful thing ever. uh, The gospel music part was kind of That's what he tells, like, the the law enforcement after they find a body in his trunk, okay? That's it. Integrity's losing his mind. I took her. I, she was real sweet. I, I had my junk out. I had Marvin Gaye on. I don't know why they weren't into it. So she said no. Uh, according to Jim, it was you have okay. A, you have a, uh, uh, I hate him. You have a strange Man. hate for Jim Belushi. I thought it was a lovely story. So that blonde chick. Seth, what do you think about uh, what was that blonde chick? If, name, if you, if, uh, I, I just thought it'd be cool to be, you know, kind of a, a wealthy, um, you know, celebrity actor. Um, obviously, Pedigree got a, got a pretty good name on him. He's been living off his brother his whole life. No, hey, he was on SNL. He was an SNL cast member. He was forgettable but, at best. But I think, uh, you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, now he gets to just sit back at home. He's, he's taking the hands-on approach with all of his plants. He talks to him. He sings to him. That okay. Courtney Thorne I'll Smith. bet he's got some tasty little nuts. So what was your initial question? I don't know there. if you it's never... a question just as much as how cool is it. It's not it's cool because really cool. it's him. If it was, I love Willie Nelson CBD coffee. I he, love. The question was if it was you. Oh, oh, Daryl's in the building. And he, oh God, Daryl Bertrand, get ready for that on the second Canvas hour. Consultants in the second hour. I don't know. I thought it'd be pretty cool. Do you want to just go ahead and go to this third story real quick? Since Steve has a unreal hate for just a real quick one. Yeah, yeah, do don't it. like him. All right. Craig, help me out. Found in the ayahuasca tea made by the native people of the Amazon. Thank you. And also produced naturally in our bodies. 
Dimethyltryptamine, if ingested correctly, will send you into an overwhelming out of body experience. I knew all the rest of those words. <laughs> an hour of well, time no is said to feel like a lifetime. A significant portion of users report encountering small elves when they are hallucinating on DMT. Now this powerful psychedelic drug was being packaged in vape pens? Question mark? Does this mean people can now trip on DMT anywhere and everywhere from the back of a bus to a break at work? I Guys, hope let's so. like what, what? Well, how do you feel about? Uh, I, I'm not familiar with DMT at all. I, have, I, mean, I would I would highly 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 advise against using DMT anywhere that wasn't in the most comfortable set and setting you could possibly. Uh, you know, if I for yourself, or in the middle of a, of like a bus, a any, any psychedelic for me is either like a party where that's kind of a thing, or no. at home, well, here's alone, or with like just chilling. If you successfully use DMT, like... you're going to what they say blast off, and you will not be in your body. So it's not like a social thing. You don't take DMT and be social unless you're in the pit of a spongle show, in which case you're like surrounded yeah. by people that are doing that, yeah. like. You just abs- and I still y'all come out of it. You're thing. naked. Oh, like I, what, what it's my, twelve minutes long, dude. It's twelve minutes long. It might feel like a lifetime. You know uh, what? My, I, I, what my colleague thirsty. Craig is trying to say <laughs> is that these are sp- uh, specifically for ceremony. Okay? Oh, you know, I, I don't. You don't want to take any that. of those. And it, uh, I was just trying to do my impersonation of you real quick. It was trash. I know you started it was, stepping it all was over trash. it. I am stepping all over it because you will, laughing you will not sully my name at your failure. You will not sully my name with your trash. I'm an unsullied. Is it like what's it. what's DMT? <laughs> all like, right. I've seen memes about it. That's about all I know about DMT. Listen, I thought I was in a vortex taking off. I didn't know what I was getting into, and I was like, Oh God! It so was it's like, not like, Hey, we're sitting at a bar. Like, you want to hit this? It nope. was like astral projecting okay. on mushrooms. <laughs> not really, but. You know, I was. It was astral projecting at uh, like I was in a race car almost. They're they're similar. It was it was if, wild. If you actually experienced, the I didn't see the elf. It's like being in a rocket ship yes. out of reality, yep. and you end up at the end of consciousness. Have you seen Spaceballs? Where there's some people that are yeah, sure. ludicrous speed. Now entering ludicrous speed when he's like, we've it's hit like plaid. Mega ultra ludicrous. We've hit speed. plaid when they yes. start going in. Similar. Yeah. Okay. Similar. Similar to that. And then, you know, some people see a lot of people can kind of corroborate the same story. People on other sides of the globe will talk about how they see these entities, these alien space godlike features that are that are very tuned in to what you're you know, they're humanoid. What about like taking one of these DMT vape pens into a uh, like a float pod? Uh, I mean, it would it, it would drown work. It, it would, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, not like, like so. Style. I don't think that personally. I don't think that it would <laughs> be that great of a mix because you're just not really. One of the beautiful things about a flow pot is is you're not really aware of your surroundings. Oh, if you get okay. in a flow pot, you'll be thrashed. What if you you What if you set it to where the LED lights stay on the entire duration? Oh, I mean, don't. It's fine. <laughs> but unlike a lot of other psychedelics, it's it's one of those uh, substances. It's been rumored to be one of those. It only it only lasts. You know, ten to fifteen minutes. There are ways to potentiate that, and and there are substances you can take to make it last longer. Uh, I'm not saying don't eat, but a couple grams and get it. Uh, now our bodies uh, naturally. Pro- I am because now, we in can't a way, say that. Our, we allegedly have, our bodies naturally allegedly. produce DMT in a way, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I mean every 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 plant and animal, everything everything is flora. Where's it extracted from? And, like, say, if you were going to create a vape pen, where do you start? Uh, any, basically, plant. any plant. You can you any can break plant. down. Wow, that's way. All plants are illegal now. <laughs> it is now illegal well, for any plant. That's, that's, that's the big joke. That's what. I'm growing tomatoes. Every single one. 
Every we're single holding. one of us is holding. We're all felons because we're all holding. We created in the what they think yeah. is the pineal gland in the brain. Is that D- uh, Descartes? Terrence. Did he say something about that that's where the mind happens? One of the great philosophers thinks that Well, I mean, the, the Egyptians have been drawn the eye of Horus, which looks like I the pineal know. gland for, forever. Anyway. You can really get far down there and and, and you know get have some the fun rabbit with hole. You can Google, Google it. Google it. Hey, Craig. I think we're up against it. All right, oh, that's what I wanted. It. On the other side of the break, our good buddy Daryl Bertrand is oh, in no, studio. We're not gonna let him on the radio. Missouri he's coming to watch cannabis. He's consultant. he's gonna write down his answers. I <laughs> hold him up, guys. If you check out Missouri Canna C A N N A dot com, you'll check out our boys, the Missouri Cannabis Consultants Girls. And non-binaries and sentient artificial intelligence, um, all the all the folks, fine folks over there at Missouri Cannabis Consultants. We're going to talk to him on the other side of the of uh, the break, and he's got a little. I think he's got a little gadget we can talk about a little bit. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. If you guys have any questions for the Missouri Cannabis Consultants for Daryl, please let us know. Uh, text in three one four eight eight zero zero eight zero eight, or you can also hit it on the uh, Hoosier Sophisticate feed, live feed right now. There's lots of you. Hit us up. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU nine twenty a.m. We'll see you on the other side of the break.